If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the week ending October 20, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology podcast, fed to you in the time it takes to get a seat on your bus and check your email. Good luck to you. And this week, checking your emails on your phone, on the bus or train may be a touch more secure than doing it at home. As news comes out, the Wi-Fi that we know may not be as secure as the Wi-Fi we had all hoped for. We'll break this one down as easily as we can, but essentially, researchers have discovered a flaw in the very security mechanism protecting all of our wireless networks. And suffice to say, it's not a very good one. Wi-Fi security in WPA and WPA2 has been around for well over a decade and is generally seen as the way almost everyone protects and should be protected. And yet this flaw known as crack now makes it so that every wireless device may need a patch and pronto. Now before you think, oh crap, am I at risk? The short answer is probably not, at least not yet. While the floor is by no means good, someone trying to break into your network would have to be pretty close to do it, meaning someone standing or sitting nearby your home. However, it is a pretty serious issue in bigger business Wi-Fi networks, where the wireless reach goes out further, and it basically means you're about to see a whole heap of Wi-Fi updates over the next year or so. Microsoft is first with an update for Windows, and we suspect Apple and Google will be next for macOS, iOS, and Android, respectively. But you can expect to get updates for your Wi-Fi router too. Seriously, this is one update you'll want to act on, and we'll be keeping an eye and an ear out for when these updates arrive, reminding you when we hear anything. Now, the crack security issue is all we've heard about this week, with a very cool story from a very creative Aussie. Now, if you need something fixed around the house, you probably head to a home hardware store, something like a, a Bunnings or a Home Depot or something, right? But for one Aussie, he approached DIY very differently. He 3D printed what he needed. For architect, and we'll probably pronounce his name wrong, so we're sorry, Ed Dieppe, his needs were very different, designing and printing a paw and leg for his growing greyhound puppy, Millie, who only has three legs. This story is quite cute and lovely and well worth a look at the picker.com.au website, with a quick take on what the architect did to build something for his dog to keep running, jumping, sleeping and growing on, a 3D printed leg. To make this sort of thing, you need a 3D printer, and our clever dog helper had one of those, but you also need a good computer. And this week, Microsoft is adding a new model to the list. Microsoft Surface Book has been due for a proper refresh, and while it saw a slight update last year, it wasn't necessarily the big deal folks wanted. This year, that big deal is here, though, as Microsoft updates the hardware all round, switching out the processor to be one of Intel's latest 8-generation chips, new graphics from NVIDIA, and even support for USB Type-C, something Microsoft has desperately needed support for and wasn't in the most recent Surface Pro that we reviewed. Better, the battery will support up to 17 hours of video playback, which suggests good things about the performance of the tablet overall, which, like its sibling, will be both a detachable tablet and a laptop. Pricing for the new Surface Book 2 isn't cheap, with a starting price of around $3,000 locally when it arrives with the new Intel processors in mid-November. And Huawei also joined this week with a mid-November release in the form of the new generation of the Mate phones that will rock up with two cameras in two phones as part of the Mate 10 series. And yes, there will be two phones with that name, the Mate 10 and the Mate 10 Pro, one slightly more premium than the other. Take a guess which one from the names, people. But both are quite similar, sporting a big screen, fast processor, and AI for the camera, which also happens to have both a monochromatic and color camera working together, courtesy of Leica and Huawei doing that whole collaborative thing. They even have F1.6 lenses. That might not mean much to you, but it means more light coming in, which is a better result at night, and when you're trying to do those really cool soft focus tricks with backgrounds. 
and they look good too. We went hands-on with them, which you can see in a video at the picker.com.au website. And what we've seen we've liked, even though picking between each could be really interesting. Do you want one with a 5.9-inch display and a fingerprint sensor on the front? Or do you want with a 6-inch, even longer display, fingerprint sensor on the back? They're very similar. One has a 3.5mm jack, the other one doesn't. Going to be an interesting thing to pick between. One thing's for sure for us this week, if you have a 4K TV, we've reviewed something you will probably want. Hell, you may even need it, because one of the biggest problems with owning a 4K TV right now is a general lack of content. You can find a few Ultra HD Blu-rays here and there, and there's also Netflix and Stan, but it's largely a hassle. Apple has possibly built a solution to this with the latest Apple TV generation, the aptly named Apple TV 4K, and while much of the Apple TV is the same, one aspect is very different. That means you can still get apps like Stan and Netflix, and you can still get movies and TV shows, but you can also get them in 4K. And that's a pretty big deal, because it also means that aside for the possibility of renting 4K media, movies you've purchased on iTunes will gradually be upgraded to 4K for free. That was certainly the case for some of the films we had, including Alien Covenant and Logan, while new films like Spider-Man Homecoming arrived in 4K ready for us to watch. The one obvious downside is that you kind of need a very good broadband connection to watch 4K media in a timely fashion. Our ADSL2 connection doesn't quite cut it. We had a few cutouts um, and we had to wait for the system to actually finish caching everything. But if you have the NBN, we suspect you'll fare quite a bit better. Hell, you'll certainly get the movies much faster, and that's only a good thing. You might even reach the end of this show faster. So if you hit this point faster than now, which is confusing, good work. You've managed to speed up time. For the rest of you, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology podcast, delivering news and reviews in less than the time it takes to download a 4K movie, even on the NBN. We'll be back next week for more news with a review. But until then, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Take care.